Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Hello, it's 2.55, a little bit early for the old Facebook Live, but I'm uh, book, book, double booked this evening, so I'm going to do it now. So uh, if you can't uh, join me live, then I hope that you can see the replay of this. So um, I've got a few questions. I haven't got the facility to put them on the, um, on the screen here because I'm on the old uh, the traditional uh, Facebook Live, but I have got the facility to do other things. Might press that button there, which I'm not sure what that does. Okay, that hasn't done anything. Okay, anyway, what does that do? Viewers, I haven't got any viewers. Okay, anyway, we'll move on from the facilities. What's that? Speech bubble. Write a comment. Okay, so uh, there are several facilities here. Anyway, okay, let's get into this. What's uh, first question is about bottoming out. What is bottoming out when it comes to BA, breast augmentation? Has the implant been replaced or fitted? Thanks. So bre- uh, bottoming out is when the implant descends below the inframammary fold. So the inframammary fold is the fold where the um, bra sits. Uh, so it's the white fold that the wire of the bra sits. And... Uh, it, obviously, it's the, it's the um, lowest part of the breast, at least the lowest part of the breast on the chest. You might have a totic breast where the t- breast is sort of droopy, but um, so the lowest part of the breast on the chest is the is the uh, inframary fold. And if the inf- if the uh, implant descends below that, then that's called bottoming out. Uh, so, does it mean the implant's been badly placed or fitted? Uh, well, that's one reason for it. It can happen uh, if you um if you over dissect the pocket if you make the pocket too far low too far south if you <laughs> if you have a lift with implants i only have ever had one case and that's with a lift with implants um where you're rearranging the shape of the breast and the implant uh, bottomed out um uh, but i think with any sort of complication like that hope it's it's not necessarily you can you can make the operation look fine at the end of the surgery and then over time things can happen to make the implant um, descend lower than the fold so um, and sometimes we need to deliberately lower the fold that's where the sort of difficulty comes in because often uh, the footprint of the breast that you have is smaller than the footprint of the breast that we're going to create if we're creating a bigger breast. So we have to increase that footprint, so we have to actually lower the fold ourselves. Um, and so uh, it's, it may not be that the feet too big. Was this a bad idea doing it in the middle of theatre? Um, but it may be that, uh, uh, so whatever the cause is, that's what it is. It's, it's the, it's the inframary folds of it too. Uh, the implants descended below the inframary fold. Sorry, Barbara. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I accept. I shouldn't have done it in the middle of it. There you go. 
don't know what's going on in in Facebook. It'd be nice to see because I keep on getting things saying poor network connection. God knows. I don't know this question is what is it? It's uh, could, please could you ask the doctor a question for this Q and A? I've been researching and reviewing your work, JJ, and I can't help but notice you create many very natural-looking breasts. Thank you. With implants, stroke, lift surgery, would you also be happy to provide your patients with a more fake look if that's what they wanted? Is this something you've experienced in many thanks? Now, I am going to go and look in. Can I do that? What happened there? Um, so, yeah, it's... I do... Oh! It's breaking up. Oh, Amanda's saying she's got a terrible signal. Amanda, I think it's me. It's not you. The signal. <laughs> I think I think it's my signal. I shouldn't have done it like this. Um, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, I'm going to battle on. Um, so yeah, I do I do try and create a fake look. That means more fullness in the upper part of the breast, a more rounded look. And that is really achieved with a, the profile of the implant, so that's more towards a, an extra high-profile implant. But it also depends on the shape of the breast before they start. So if you've got a, quite a big breast, particularly if you've got a bit of a sag to your breast, it is actually quite hard to make it look, give that fake look, that rounded look, because the natural breast on top of the uh, implant will sort of droop and soften the, the shape. So uh, I would say I specialise in, and I'm probably... Um, not the guy when it comes to big round implants uh, it's not my forte I would say I'm probably more in, involved in a more natural looking shape uh, restoring volume back into the breast that's that's lost volume or a breast that's always been a bit small for the frame so creating a breast that looks sort of overly big for the frame and almost too big for the frame is not really what I do and I do try and um, stay within the base width of the breast so um, Patients who want a really big implant, especially you know, 800 cc's, 1,000 cc's, that's not really my forte. And there's probably other surgeons who are better that, that uh, doing that than I am. Uh, but having said that, uh, I will use extra high-profile round implants. I will give a fuller look if that's what you want, as long as the width of the implant will match the, the width of your breast. Uh, then I then I have used them and give a f and that will give a f fuller, more fake look. Um, so it's something we really need to discuss. But yeah, it's something that. Uh, can be achieved and is something that I do do, but perhaps not my, not my number one thing. Um, thigh lift, saggy skin around the knees, a new dilemma. I, it, will it tighten my, with my thigh lift? Probably not. Uh, probably will not tighten with your thigh lift. Um, uh, probably uh, remain. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you've got skin, I would have thought for a separate incision, uh, depending on what sort of thigh lift you have, because one thigh lift, the incision's right up in the groin, so that's not going to really do anything to the knee. Uh, the other thigh lift is an incision down the medial aspect of the thigh, uh, which might do something to the knee, but it won't directly address the knee. So if there is a, 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 an area specifically around the knee, that might have to be addressed with a separate incision. Fat freezing versus liposuction. Is there a difference in ice, ice liposuction and just liposuction? Yes. So ice liposuction isn't liposuction. So fat freezing is, um, I think they call it liposculpturing or I don't know, um, uh, uh, I don't know what they, non-surgical, um, well, it's not really, it, well it's not liposuction because you're not sucking the fat. Liposuction is a surgical procedure where you stick a metal tube in and you actually suck the fat out and it, you see it going into a bottle. Um, 
the things like fat freezing is a non-surgical procedure so it doesn't involve a hospital it doesn't involve an anesthetic um, it just involves a, a, a device being applied to the skin that cools the skin and cools the fat to the extent that the fat will die with the idea that the fat's more susceptible to the cold than the it's it's a, it's completely different really a, a liposuction is a much a bigger deal because it's a surgical procedure uh, whereas a lipos uh, fat freezing isn't a surgical procedure uh, so therefore there's a huge popularity in the non-surgical things like the fat freezing uh, having said that uh, in my experience of what I've seen I haven't got a huge experience with the fat freezing to be honest with you but I haven't I've seen the results quite subtle with the fat freezing obviously everybody would prefer to have a non-surgical uh, route and would prefer not to have surgery to be honest I'd prefer not to do surgery if I could get the same result without doing it um, but um, but it's a less of a result so less it less downside but less of a result so it's a uh, 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 fat freezing is often something people might try if they've got a little bit of extra uh, redundant areas of fat that they want to have treated but if there is any significant areas uh, and if you want a more significant uh, long-lasting robust result then liposuction is a bit more invasive but uh, will give more um, obvious results uh, actually, um, I'm going to skip the question because there's something here that Corinne could ask. Um, could be secondary to if they have fractures, then it could have propagated up to the olfactory. Mm. Oh, okay, there yeah. you go. I've just. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, so here we go. We've got rhinoplasty. I'm, I'm jumping questions. Oh, I've got another one for you, Karim. Um, a, a rhinoplasty eight years ago. Um, I lost my sense of smell. Do you know why this might have happened? Um, really. Uh, and this, the other thing I say, if it's something's happened eight years ago and it's still a problem, uh, it's probably going to be a long-term problem if it's been there for eight years. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why it might have happened. Um, I've just spoken to Karim here, so um, just to. Um, um, have damaged some of the nerves there. Hard to say. Probably a little bit academic, really, because I'm not sure if there's much that could be done about it. Um, but yeah, so uh, sorry to hear that. Uh, here we go. How, after facelift, how long will I need off work and how long before I can wash my hair? Will you let them wash your hair straight away after facelift? It's ringing me. Um, sorry. Um, I've had five pregnancies. I feel bad. I have five pregnancies and I'd like to do a lipo, but I'm 58 years old. Right, sorry. That, um, Sarah, Sarah's ringing me. Kurum, have you got Sarah's number? Uh, no, it's um, Okay. Um, but I'm 58 years old. Am I too old? No way. No way. 58 is not too old for, for uh, liposuction. Um, absolutely fine in fact these days we don't go so much on age we go more on fitness um, so if you're fit and if you're um, what's this if you're fit and you're yes. able then uh, 58 is no way too young or too old 
similarly, if you are not fit and if you've got a lot of comorbidities and you've got medical problems, you may not be a candidate. So age in itself is not a problem for uh, surgery, uh, any sort of surgery really. Uh, we're moving away from the ageist policies and uh, it's more on a fitness thing and because the people are healthier for older and 58 finally that's that's really young so that's absolutely fine to uh, have surgery uh, liposuction or whatever um, right crack on I'm fighting on you know uh, I don't know if any of this is getting out there getting through the ether um, Please could you touch on breastfeeding when implants are in situ? I've looked at several articles which mention possible problems um, with, um, which can be associated with position of entry of the implant and nerve involvement, which could result in less milk production. So uh, I haven't heard of this. I haven't heard of breast implants affecting milk production. Uh, when you say position of entry, and nerve involvement. So position of entry, have I got bright lights? Do I look like I'm in heaven? I feel like I look like I'm in heaven. Is that better? It's better. Sorry. All the lights behind me are bright. Huh? What, you got a better phone? Ooh! I'm just gonna, oh, this is my phone. This is my new phone. Top of the range. That's a beauty. Oh my God, it's just turned, the camera's just turned on. That's a beauty. One day, I'll get one of them. One day. Look at that. Look what I've got. It's an embarrassment. What? What are you talking about? So, um, I'm going to continue on. You have? Yeah, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have done it. Oh, no, you haven't. You haven't, have you? <laughs> How did I not put the procedure on the consent form? How have I not done that? Yeah, so um, I'll be back in a minute. I've just got to put the procedure on the consent form. Right, sorry about that. That was a slight uh, technical hitch in the um, paperwork for the next patient, which was completely no fault of my own. Well, I suppose technically it was my fault, but, you know... Um, it's not my job to remember stuff like filling in the consent form properly. So, um, right, the we just pretend that never happened. Yeah, can you just get out of get out of the shot, please? God's sake! Should I do it the other way around? I'll do it the other way around. Right, I'll do it the other way around. Sorry, randoms in the background there. Oh, goodness me! Right, okay. Now I've got to hold it up. It's holding it up better than down. There. Uh, Okay, so we've done the failure. I've had a tummy tuck and I still have a bit of a reverse tummy tuck. Can this be done with a breast uplift? Crikey, can a reverse tummy tuck be done with a breast uplift? Jeez, that's a good question. I don't think it can, you know. No, I don't think it can because the scars, the scars are going to be the same. So I've got to say a reverse tummy tuck is an unusual operation and it's something you hardly ever have to do. The upper abdomen, usually liposuction would sort that out and you wouldn't need to actually cut it out. Uh, but if you did need to do a reverse tummy tuck, the uh, incision would be the same place where your breast lifts incisions would be. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't combine it with a breast lift. No, so I'd, I'd, I'd separate them. But separate them. It's a good question that one. Uh, I've heard before, but I think if you've got an uh, upper abdominal tummy skin and fat, I would say it's probably better to have a um, 
I should probably get the things out now. A um, lipo, lipo plaque. Um, I've, oh no, I've done that one. Rhino, can you discuss the differences between ALCL, breast cancer, and breast implant illness? So, ALCL is a type of cancer that's associated with implants. We used to say there's no cancers associated with implants. There is one now. It's called ALCL. It's a cancer associated with implants. It seems to be due to the texture of the implants, so it's much less likely than smooth implants. Uh, it's a cancer of the capsule, so it's not breast cancer. It's a, it's, it's a cancer. It's actually lymphoma, and it's a cancer of the capsule around the implant. Breast cancer is a cancer of the breast tissue. So ALCL is not a breast cancer. So breast implants don't cause breast cancer, but breast implants can cause a lymphoma, which is a cancer of the capsule. Now, um, it's something we have to tell everybody now prior to surgery, uh, because uh, obviously it's a significant thing, but it's very rare and it's treatable. So it is about 95% of cases are cured by removing the capsule. So it's much more treatable than breast cancer and it's much more rare than breast cancer, but still it's there and it's something to be aware of. But don't think that it's breast cancer because breast cancer is a very nasty uh, disease and uh, it can uh, and is a lot more difficult to treat uh, than ALCL. Oh, we've got, we got, we got a question here. Uh, Sonia, I can see your question and I will answer it in, in a minute. Um, hopefully I can still see it. Um, so yeah, breast cancer. Uh, so breast ALCL is a cancer associated with implants and it is, um, uh, let's have some fireworks, and it is um, uh, associated with, seems to be associated with the texturing of the implants um, uh, and it is not breast cancer. Breast cancer is, is, is so your risk of breast cancer whether or not you have implants, your risk of breast cancer is the same uh, whether or not you have implants. Uh, and then you've got breast implant illness. So breast implant illness is different. Breast implant illness is a feeling, usually non-specific symptoms, malaise, generally feeling unwell. And it, again, it seems to be associated with implants. Now the problem with breast implant illness, it's not a medical thing. We haven't really found a link for breast implants causing these non-specific symptoms. So um, it's hard to know how to advise people about it. Now what I do say is it's, I, it's something I don't really see. I do a lot of breast implants and I don't really see it. Having said that, if you go on the internet, if you go on the website, there's a lot of people, not on the website, on the well, web, web, I suppose, yeah. There's a lot of people who, um, uh, who report to have it, and a lot of people who say that when the implants are removed, they feel better. So it's always difficult to know how to advise people uh, about this when they ask questions about it, because it's hard to say for sure that these symptoms will get better if you remove the implants, because we don't know for sure that implants cause these problems. But there are certainly a lot of people out there who say they've got problems, usually non-specific, malaise, uh, tiredness, um, uh, connected tissue diseases, um, uh, and generally feeling yeah. unwell. Uh, and then when they have the implants removed, they feel a lot better. Uh, so that's breast implant illness. That's not a cancer at all. So it's breast implant illness, breast cancer, and ALCL. They're all three separate things. Uh, we've got a question here, uh, which is from Sonia, can you have liposuction on the front and back of thighs? Thank you. Difficult to have it. Well, yes, you can have liposuction anywhere, is the answer. Um, and um, 
can you have it on the front or the back of the thighs? Yes, you can. Uh, usually the places where liposuction really works well on the thighs is the lateral thighs, so the outside of the thigh. It might be a little bit difficult to get to the front and the back of the thighs, but you can always sort of bend the, uh, the hip and bend the knee and, and lift the leg up. But you, you can have it on the back of the front of the thighs, but usually the lateral aspect of the thigh is the best area that responds to liposuction, but you can, you can certainly have it in those areas. Yes, you can, Sonia. Uh, is a possibility uh, but if you've got a very full full thigh um, maybe in those circumstances weight loss would be better it's hard to sort of contour unless it is just locally your thighs that are out of proportion with your body but often weight loss would be a, uh, a better thing to do than try and do sort of liposuction to um, contour globally the whole thigh that might be difficult to globally contour the whole of the thigh uh, it's usually reserved for pockets of fat that don't respond to um, weight loss. Uh, there's also a question here for we're from someone with a scar, uh, scar on the cheek, and asking about will it be better um, uh, uh, I've lost it. <laughs> It'd be better to uh, will it look better, I think, with a facelift? Uh, they were actually asking for the picture now. But basically, the scar sort of here, and it—I it, I think that it will be a bit stretched. The scar with a facelift, and it may be full, pulled back. Well, it will be pulled back. The scar will be pulled back further on your cheek, but it'll still be there, um, and it won't actually remove with a facelift. It will just be moved further back on your on your cheek, which might be a bit feel a bit odd. Oh my God, my scar used to be there. Um, but I'm not sure if it was significantly improved with a, with a facelift. To be honest with you, it looked pretty good to me. It was hard to see in the photos. The scar looked pretty good already. So um, I hope that's been helpful. I'm sorry about the poor connection. I'm sorry about the interruption halfway through with a tragic uh, consent form issue. I accept this has been a bit shambolic, and it's not the usual high standard that I'm used to uh, providing. Uh, but uh, I will try. I'll, I'm not going to do it like this again. I'll tell you that's for sure. Uh, I'll try and do it properly next time. So yeah, next time I'll probably be on time. Seven o'clock next uh, Tuesday. So I will see you there. Oh God, we've got comments. Sorry, <laughs> didn't see the comments. Hi, Olivia's here. Good to see you too. And I'm going to check myself out of here and I'm going to do some uh, surgery now. So uh, have a good afternoon, everyone, and I'll see you later. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.